Hello, and welcome to the Apple Spec Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Destiny Dano. I am one of your co-hosts, <laughs> Dave Worth. That was smooth. Ah, uh, smooth. Davey, a- smooth. Davey W is back in town, babes. Yep, this is an opportunity where we could just start it over, but we're not gonna. No, babe. Because authenticity, motherfuckers. Uh, authenticity. I'm saying the word babe a lot too. This yeah. is um, uh, this is off the rails pretty hard. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, we we've been. Uh, we've been gone for a couple of weeks because you were out of the country. Oh, you switched from talking to our audience to talking to me so seamlessly. It, yeah, it was, it I was, thought you were saying our audience was out of the country. No, no, you were out of the country. I, Dave Worth, was out of the country. When, when, well, my question to you is, did you tell people you were an American? And when you did, did they sort of give you that, like, I'm sorry for what happened in your country? Uh, it, was, it was actually really interesting. Um, uh, so I was... In Greece, um, which I, is a place I highly recommend, I especially recommend it during the off season if you're like me and don't give a shit about beaches because all the tourist shit was pretty empty mm-hmm. and uh, everybody uh, there who is Greek was like, "Why are you here?" Also, welcome our economies in the in the shit. <laughs> yeah. So please give us your euros. Um, uh, uh, I, I like to think that each time you saw somebody, they were just like, "Like, we are you in the future, <laughs> or whatever." You know, like, "Welcome we were- to future you." <laughs> yeah. There were fucking abandoned buildings everywhere. It mm-hmm. was. It was. Uh, we were one stop dog. We yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So, in answer to your question, um. We were traveling, my wife and I, with another couple. Not in a weird way, weirdos. We were traveling with another couple. Um, that you swing with. That we swing with. Um, no, my very good friend from college and his wife, who are lovely people. Um, and I won't name them publicly because I don't want them to have to deal with the association of, you know, me. Okay, um, I mean, just so I can clarify this, though. Uh, did you not bring up swinging or did they say No. <laughs> Just I just need in to know scenario, because because everybody's. If I brought up swinging, everybody would say no, including <laughs> my wife. Okay, like she might say yes to them, but she would be like, "But you stay the fuck out of here, <laughs> creep." Um. Uh. Uh. Anywho, the point of this is to say, uh. I have an answer to your question, Dustin. Okay. Uh, the answer to the question is, my friend uh, lives in London, mm-hmm. and as does his wife. And so when people would ask us where they were from, he, he's, he's more um, uh, gregarious and outgoing than me. So he, would always, he always answered people first anyway. Okay. And he had a little Greek, um, though people usually spoke to us in English because that's how privilege works. And um, so people, people would ask us where we were from, and he'd say, oh, I'm from London. And then if they didn't turn to me, I'd just let it go. <laughs> if they did turn to me, I'd be like, New York City, to yeah. be clear. <laughs> um, but uh, whenever it came up that we were American, people were cool with us. They weren't, like, shitty about it or anything, you know? Okay. I mean... Greeks had a long. Greece has had a long history, you know. Yeah, like, no, it's had yeah. a lot of different people involved in ruling it, and no, there's I a reason that they would not cast the first stone. I'm just, yeah. I was wondering if it was more of a pity thing of like, what, what did you guys do to yourselves? Yeah, well, 
Because I what I, did we do to ourselves? Because yeah, I. Excuse me. I had a friend from Germany who, who the whole election was like, "You guys aren't. You're not gonna come on. Like, right. you're better than that, right?" Um, and I and I kept being like, "Yeah, no, of course we are. Uh, no, we're not. We're not. No, we're Turns not. out we're not. Super not." Uh, speaking of being worse than that, yeah. Uh, let's get into tweets. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Uh. So crazy Trump tweet number one. I think this is technically not from this week, but we're going to let it. Uh, we're going to let it in because we haven't been on for a couple weeks. Yeah. So hey, deal with it. Yeah. Um, somebody please inform Jay Z that because of my policies, black unemployment and black unemployment is capitalized mm-hmm. has been reported to be at the all caps lowest rate ever recorded. Now. I need to uh, contextualize why it was so important for me to have this in. Yeah, please do. Um, It was because Greece is great in many ways, but does not, especially if uh, if you're not on, like, uh, their networks, it doesn't have great wireless coverage for for, uh, U.S. phones, you know? Mm. So I didn't have a lot of... uh, context to what was occurring yeah you been, just saw that i've been sort of off the grid for 10 days by the way highly recommend that move um and i, I you know i kept up where i could but whatever's going on with him and jay-z i missed and therefore when i saw this tweet yeah i just put it in my head i just put the backstory in my head mm. which is that Donald Trump really needed Jay-Z to know something (laughs) and didn't have his phone number. And I guess Siri was on on his phone. Yeah. And Twitter was open. And then at the end of this, he yelled, send tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want the context? Yes, please. Ruin my life. Uh, The night before, uh, because this tweet was sent at like 5.18 a.m. or some like ridiculous early time in the morning. Uh, the night before, Jay-Z had appeared on uh, the the very first episode of the Van Jones show, um, which is like, I think there's something they're doing like every weekend or, every, or bi-weekly or whatever. Sounds Where, like a corker. Yeah. Uh, he's just going to interview famous people. So basically oh, cool. for an hour, he interviewed Jay-Z. Yeah. And Jay-Z would, basically was talking about how uh, Donald Trump does not care about black people. And they kept playing mm-hmm. that clip. Uh, all night after that because, right. you know, whatever. Um, so Trump, who doesn't watch CNN... Never. He never watches it, somehow managed to be informed of this fact mm-hmm. and then wanted to explain to Jay-Z, like, hey, black unemployment is very low. Right. And I want to explain to him, unemployment is at 4.1. Right. Black unemployment was at, like, 7 and change. Right. Um, and that was at its low. And the thing is, Unemployment at 4.1 counts sure. black unemployment, um, which means that white unemployment <laughs> is probably at like 2 or 3%. Sure. Um, so bragging about the fact, while it's good that that is the case, despite the fact that it immediately changed uh, the next month and went back up a full point, right. um, doesn't really... Like, is that something you should be... You, you, 
It's not good. I mean, no, there's no greater way to imply how much you care for a racial group that you're not a part of than citing a statistic about them. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, this is a man, like, they struggle to find black people to photograph with this guy. Yeah. You know, like, they're, like, you could, you could not pull worse with black people. No. And this motherfucker. But, I mean, there are, there. there's that sheriff, whatever the hell his name is. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, my, my whole, oh, so yeah, the guy who has all the, yeah, the, all the buttons, all the fake ribbons, all the, all the flair. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's Michael like the main Clark? guy. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, sounds right. Yeah, sure. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so, and it's got to, it's got to really bum him out because Jay-Z even spoke about the fact that Obama was in his cell phone. Right. You know, that they used to text. They were buddies. So now the Trump's got to, like, go on social media to make this happen. It just feels... It feels not good for him. Yeah. No, it... I mean, you know, the ironist in me loved this tweet and just thought it was a great... uh, I mean, anytime the president and Jay-Z are having a... You know, having beef, bad. it's a good time. Yeah, especially, I mean, gosh, I hope, I hope their mixtapes about it are both fire. But, like, <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, like, again, the ironist in me, like, adored this tweet just on, like, the, like, what if, you know, future generations find the tweet without any context or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, that whole level. Um, but, you know... It's also super fucking racist. Yeah, no. Our president is a big racist diaper fucking full of fucking diarrhea. Yeah, no, he totally is. There's uh, no question about that. Uh, you want to move on to number two? Yeah, I guess we find our fun when we can find it. <laughs> uh, little Adam Schiff, who is desperate to run for higher office, is one of the biggest liars and leakers in Washington Right up there with Comey, Warner, Brennan, and Clapper, Adam leaves closed committee hearings to illegally leak confidential information. Must be stopped. Now, um, I know that you, in reading that, appreciated the little Adam Schiff. Sure. Um, He's trotting out little again, though. It's like... Yeah, no. It, from what I saw, he got universally panned on this one because, like, come up with a new one. Um, I prefer to think that when he says little Adam Schiff, yeah. that he's referring to Adam Schiff's penis. Oh. Um, so, so when you put it in that context, it's a much more enjoyable So his tweet. penis has detached from his body, yeah. is desperate to run for higher office, Yes. lies and, it, and leaks yeah. all over Washington, <laughs> and, uh, and runs out of closed committee <laughs> hearings while Adam Schiff presumably is still... In yeah, there, right. Um, to leak confidential information, right. I mean, you got to think that the press would take whatever, uh, whatever you know, interview with just Adam Schiff's penis, I, disembodied penis. That'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I just like the idea of a tiny Adam Schiff running around like 
screwing things up for Donald Trump and Donald yeah. Trump shaking his fist going, must be stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it goes back to a point we've made so many times on this podcast that he, Donald Trump is the president. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that occurred to me, because I, I think it's a ridiculous tweet. Don't get me wrong. Um, here's what makes me nervous about it. Uh, and it's sort of in combination with like the, you know, Democrats are treasonous for right. uh, for not applauding at the State of the Union thing, which we may or may not talk about later. We may or may not. I did not see the State of the Union, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Um, uh, if you think about it in combination with that and CNN, CNN has a new commercial. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, and because they had, you know, like uh, the Apple banana commercial. Right. Um where it was a banana, and it said some people will tell you that this is an apple. It's not. It, it's, right. you know. Um, so they have one where it's just an apple, like a peel. Uh-huh. Uh, and it said, you know, like, uh, some people will tell you that this is an apple. It's not. It may even start as a joke. And somebody may say it over and over and over again. And eventually somebody will believe it. Uh, and eventually somebody will get hurt. Uh, basically... Right. Referencing the fact that, like, they stopped a gunman from going into CNN sure. because he said that they were filled with lies or whatever it was. Um, and that's where, like, the must-be-stopped part of it right. scares me. Because yeah, I mean, I, I, no, I, I don't disagree with that. Like, it's sort of one of those things that's like, well, what do you do? Like, he's not supposed to say it, but he can, you know? He can, but it's it's highly irresponsible. It's highly, uh, I, yeah, it is. Also, Donald Trump is a very irresponsible man. Agreed, agreed. And I'm just, he shouldn't be president. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, from a moral standpoint, I don't think we should forget about the fact that, like, it's one thing to say he must be, like, voted out, you know? Right. Um, we must question whether or not, like, he's acting in the best interest of Americans. Um, but to to say, like, he must be stopped. Yeah. You know, like, fucking somehow Jodie Foster convinced somebody to kill, you know, like, was it Jodie Foster? Who? Uh, the Jodie Foster was the person, yes, uh, the guy who shot Reagan was like, I'm going to do this to impress Jodie Foster. I don't think she'd said anything particularly. Right, but she did to him. Like with his brain waves, right? Yeah, no, right. So I get, my- <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like, I think that crazy folks will find things to be crazy about. Right. That's always going to happen. But if you like, and make I, it I easier. Should, I should say, like, um, most cra- most people who have a mental impairment of any sort are not are not violent, and indeed are more targets for violence than anything else. The folks who slip the chain and go. Uh, violently insane, um, but like, like our country doesn't do a good job of helping them either. No, but uh, yeah, I guess my point is that like, look, if somebody thinks that their dog is talking to them and telling them to do things, uh huh, that's bad. Yeah, you know, that, that was the son of Sam Killer, right? Um, if the president is saying you should probably listen to your dog, <laughs> like, you know, like for ninety nine percent of people, that's just like a dumb, ridiculous thing. Him to say right. for that one percent of people was going like you know I was ignoring my dog up until now but now that like, like now that the president of the United States is saying my dog knows what's going on yeah, yeah. I should probably listen to him and that's what I feel like 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's an incitement to violence, and it calls out one specific person. And if this were 2015, we'd all be like, torches and pitchforks, let's head to the let's head to his campaign. And now we're just like, oh, grandpa's tweeting again. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, he's moved the needle rather considerably. The it'll it'll be up to like future presidents if we have them whether or not they push the needle back to where it should be. I hope so. Yeah. But it'll be good to know, like I think we have to figure out like what is that need what is, like if we move the needle back. Like um can we litigate the needle? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like how do we like how do we make it so that we can't go back here because I I, I was ex- like one of the people who I, I work with um it just dawned on them today. They like he had just seen something about how like Trump was considering firing Mueller, which we'll get into right. in a little bit. He's like, "Well, how is that possible? How can how can the president like you know fire somebody who's investigating him?" And he's like, right. "Because the whole country is based on the philosophy of nobody will ever do that." Right. We have to like go back and change the laws because apparently somebody will. Right. Um, I mean, the other thing is that the country is based on I think a basically good practice of. You have to trust the voters, and you have to sleep in the bed you made. Yeah. And hopefully we survive this. But the hope is that it's an informed electorate, and it turns out not so much. Not so much. You want to move on to number three? Numero tres. That's not Greek, just FYI. Mm-hmm. I, I know I was just in Greece, and you guys are like, wow, great Greek. It's That's not Greek, guys. That I'm really jet-lagged. I'm no, I, I see that. That's very... That was, <laughs> Just dumb. Yeah. Okay, number three. It's better when you point it out, though. The jet lag, or no? The, the how bad your how bad the joke was. Oh yeah. It, the, it just keeps it keeps the awkward going. Yeah. Keep. I like to live in this space. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me. Just that disc, that discomforted yeah. laugh you just gave. It's what I go for. Right. No. That's why I interject a lot uh, to fill the silence of the awkward. Uh, so please read number three, please. Is this? Yeah, no, it, you're doing it right now. Am I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 uh, really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Crazy Trump tweet number three. In no particular order. Thank you for all of the nice compliments and reviews on the State of the Union speech. 45.6 million people watched the highest number in history. At Fox News beat every other network for the first time ever with 11.7 million people tuning in. Delivered from the heart. Even Fox News, who, like, Trump is clearly pointing out in this tweet, is state-run propaganda. Yes. Like, um, pretty much, like, almost immediately was like, well, technically that's not true. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they, they there have been plenty of other speeches yeah. in uh, States of the Union that have garnered more uh, viewers. Um, and, and that was I, think, the... I think you do t- Fox a disservice by calling them state-run propaganda okay. because they don't get paid to do that shit. No, they just do it. <laughs> they just fucking do it. Um, uh, I mean, they found it's profitable, but yeah. it's not like Trump's paying them to do it. Um, the thing that I enjoyed about uh, the fact that, the, 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 that that stat was so false is the tweet 
that everybody was sending around to prove that it was wrong yeah. was Fox News' own tweet right. where they listed everything out um, and showed that it was like not even close to the most watched. Um, and I just don't like... It's one of those things where I was watching a lot of talking head shows mm-hmm. uh, and everybody was just like, but why? Why lie about that? It's so verifiable. Yeah. It's so easy to know whether or not it's true. And it's not true. What are you hoping for? The, it, it's not the most watched by any metric except one. Right. It is his most watched. Because this is only one. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think he does this because he can. You know, like, I think he... I think he lies about that sort of thing, not because he, I don't think he, obviously he doesn't believe the lie. And I don't think he gets, I don't think he's trying to like recreate reality or like do any sort of like, he might be trying to gaslight the country or whatever a little bit, Mm. but like, I think mostly he just does it because he can, because there's no, there's no ill effect to it. And he can be like, did you see that whopper I told here, I'm still the president. Yeah. I can go around lying all the time and be the president. Um, and it's bad for the country. I'm not sure it's bad for him. Uh, it's definitely bad for the country because no one knows what to believe anymore. Like, yeah. with him, and then, I mean, we know what, tr- what truth is, but we don't know what to believe when he says but, it. But I'm very curious what happened. Like, it's one of those things that, like, Ultimately, it's not a big deal. Right. But at a certain point, eventually, he will sit down with a journalist that is not from Fox News. Maybe he has not proven that that will be the case. Although, like he did one with like CNBC for sure. You know, a person who was very friendly towards him. But um, like at a certain point, somebody's got to go. Like you said, it was the most watched. It is factually not. Right. What do you say about that? Like, what's his response? I mean, I don't fucking know. He'll word. He'll do everything. He'll do what he usually does. He'll word salad and then kick the reporter out. Like the 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 he, there is no downside to these lies that he tells, except for the fact that if he actually wants to do something in like sort of an emergency response kind of way, yeah. right now, if Trump said missiles are coming in from North Korea, I'd be like, are they? Yeah, I'm gonna need some video of that. Like, yeah. So like, I'm gonna need some video with the with the missile holding today's newspaper, yeah, right. So that I know that, like, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, yeah. so um, let's get into this week in smoke because we'll talk more about Trump lies. Yay. Um, uh, this week was uh, Memo Gate or Memo. Uh, yeah. Uh, there, I saw somebody yesterday who was talking about, and I kind of agree with this, that like the smartest thing that the Republicans could have done is never release this fucking memo. Yeah. Because it didn't say a whole, a whole lot. Right. Uh, but they could have just been like, oh, man, if you guys knew what we knew, right. you would see how bad this is. Right. And now it's like, hey, here's what we know. And you're like, oh, that's it? Yeah. Like, so, as I've stated before, I was traveling for a lot of this. Um, I was, but the stuff started percolating before I left and basically everybody I was reading and hearing from was saying this was 
not going to be a thing. And then when it dropped, every all those reporters and podcasters and presences and brands, personal brands, um, (laughs) they were like, you know, like Levi's jeans. Yeah, (laughs) really getting into this. Oh man, they've real they've really joined the hashtag resistance. Um, They all, all of them were like, wait, that's it. Like, right, even more than we thought. Like that's it. Um, I mean, basically, like just to, in in the off 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 chance that you did not pay any attention to what the memo actually said, it basically uh, tries to make the argument that in presenting uh, in presenting uh, a case for uh, spying on uh, uh, on tapping the phone of Carter Page right. that. Uh, that the Obama administration or the FBI, uh, but you know the Obama administration, right. um, basically used uh, the Steele dossier as their reason for doing it without telling the FISA court that it was specifically paid for by Hillary Clinton. Right. Now they acknowledged in the that uh, it also had to do with George Papadopoulos. Right. Uh, they acknowledged that they also mentioned that it like it had political backing. Sure, um, and it doesn't in any way say what else was in the FISA application. Right. But Nunez wouldn't have known that anyway because he never read the FISA application. Right. And here's the thing. Like, FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978, um, is a uh, court, a secret court, or establishes a secret court that um, has a new judge every week come in uh, to review applications to surveil American citizens. So, who, who they believe who are working the as foreign agents. believe has reason to believe, according to the FBI, that are, are working as uh, foreign agents of, uh, of any foreign power. Right. Uh, your average application is 50 to 70 pages long. Correct. It also almost never is declined. FISA... Depending on who you listen to, is either a court that is approached very carefully and you come very correct to, mm. or it's a rubber stamp. Um, it's hard to know because no one has ever seen a FISA application um, outside of the you know people who write them and the people who read them in the courts. Uh, they're all highly classified, um, and and with good reason, in the sense that a lot of them require you. To um, show your work, sure. So if they became public, it would mess up a lot of sources and sources things like that. Sources and methods, sure. Yeah. Um, it's difficult because you don't. I don't know how to establish a watcher for these watchers, mm. but it does feel a little. Ugh. At the same time, it's more authority uh, and and oversight than had happened before. Uh, which is which is why it was created because right. the church commission found out they were surveilling Martin Luther King and stuff like that. Yeah, not great. Uh, not not a good look, guys. Um, and, and so FISA FISA was created for that person, for for that person, for that reason. Uh, also, Section seven hundred two was created to uh, in recent years after nine eleven to. Um, and I'm sorry for all the backstory here, but this is relevant, and not a lot of people like understand it really. 702 was created to um, 
uh, allow the government to tap um, basically all foreign communique mm-hmm. because all, almost all foreign communication touches American infrastructure in some way. Mm-hmm. What that really means is we've already tapped it. Right. We're just looking to get a look at it. Mm. Which also may mean that we already look at it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... Eh. Now, now, <laughs> now we, ha- we have to, for the purposes of this conversation, um, ignore the general shadiness of that. Well, as like, should that be actually, a thing? Or the, or gen- the, the general shadiness of, of this is extremely relevant. And here's why. Mm-hmm. FISA reauthorization comes up every so often. Mm-hmm. It's a law, as part of its oversight... That needs to be reauthorized. Devin Nunes was one of the chief architects of its fucking reauthorization. That's fair. So he sees a good reason for it to be a thing. He sees a good reason for it to be a thing. And despite civil libertarians like myself and nutbag libertarians like Rand Paul... um, Ron Paul is also a nutbag libertarian, but he wasn't involved in this particular fight because he's not in service anymore. Um, Despite these wings of the left and the right being like, hey, um, maybe we could put some more restrictions on this this time around, Devin decided there would be no additional restrictions added to FISA. Mm -hmm. Nothing, no no additional oversight, nothing, nothing. For six years, they're cool with it. Mm -hmm. But the the reason I am saying that we need to factor that out is only only in reference to the fact that like that is not anything that um is used for or against anyone like it is a policy that like in terms of democrat republican like it's it's not a um it's not a tool to spy on republicans or to spy on democrats it is potentially morally reprehensible that we do it in general right but it is not it is not other than the point that you made, it is sure. not overly relevant to the Nunez memo. Right. Well, I mean, like, we've all bugged ourselves. We've all got cameras on it on us at all times. No, like, I understand. The, the idea of the surveillance state already exists, and what these flaming bags of shit are doing is basically just taking all of our discomfort with it and exploiting it and weaponizing it. Mm-hmm to try and undermine what appears to be a pretty solid case if you know word one about Carter fucking Page. Right. Um, what appears to be a pretty par- fucking solid case that Carter Page, who glows like a fucking spy, was a fucking spy. Right. They they bugged spies talking about how he was uh, yes. like a source. Uh, and, and uh, I mean... Also, Carter Page seems to be a very weird and sad man. Um, yes, yes he I does. almost feel a little bad for Carter Page. Um, now, now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Nunez never read the FISA application because nope. the the FBI went to the House Intel Committee yeah. and said, "Look, each of you send one guy." Yeah, the Democrats and Republicans were each allowed to send one person to go look at it. Yeah, uh, Adam Schiff. Yeah. Uh, took that responsibility on from the Democratic side. And Trey Gowdy took that responsibility sure. on from the Republican side because Nunez basically said, you're a lawyer. Right. You go read it. Right. Because I'm not going to understand what the fuck these guys are talking right. about. 
Um, so uh, as soon as the memo came out, Trump said, this totally vindicates me. The whole Mueller thing right. is bullshit. And Trey Gowdy, who is an awful human being. Yeah, I mean, like, look at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he looks like one of the gentlemen from Buffy. Yeah. Uh, Trey Gowdy did two things. Not at the same time. Maybe not related. Sure. But I will say that he did two things. He said, one, it has nothing to do with the Mueller investigation. Like, right. It does not undermine the Mueller investigation in any way. Right. I think there's an issue here, but it does not undermine sure. the Mueller investigation. Two, I am not running for re-election. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. They, they may be unrelated. They may be. Um, but they may be related. The... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the number one reason this does not undermine the Mueller investigation in any substantive way is that the Mueller investigation started after Donald Trump was president. Yes. And Carter Page was being surveilled long before Donald Trump was president. Right, but it, but if you make the argument that the whole... The uh, whole thing's tainted because the taint comes from the first investigation. They, well, they, that that's problematic because George Papadopoulos has a big fucking mouth when talking to fucking Australian right. foreign agents, and and it's still like like Hannity, like Hannity went out and said, "Look, nobody else is going to say this, but all the charges against Paul Manafort and all the charges against Michael Flynn, ignoring Rick Gates, um, sure, <laughs> he just said Manafort. I think he just said Manafort and Flynn uh, need to be dropped." Um, and as has been pointed out, nobody else is saying that because it's batshit crazy. It's not like they didn't do that thing. Yeah, they did all that. <laughs> I mean, like, first and foremost, uh, second, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm super duper in the camp of... If the cop says he smells weed, he, he, like that's a pretext to op- getting to open your fucking uh, um, trunk, and any anything they find in that trunk should be tossed out. You should come correct on all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Fact of the matter is, <laughs> what kicked off the investigation was that George Papadopoulos. Ran his mouth. Ran in his a bar. mouth in a bar to a fucking uh, Aust- Australian diplomat who then went to the fucking FBI because what he said, what Papadopoulos said, was insane. But also, you could start an investigation quite reasonably on what Trump said publicly about Russia hacking his fucking political fucking uh, enemy. You could start an, uh, an investigation. Quite fairly, off the off the fact that it is publicly reported, and Donald Trump Jr. admitted to having a meeting in Trump Tower with agents of a fucking foreign power during the fucking camp- campaign, who were going to offer him information on his political enemy. There was a col- there. Yeah. Um, no. Um, I haven't it, had a couple of weeks to blow off the steam. Yeah, no, it's fair. Um, so. Speaking of, of that conversation um, at the Trump Tower thing, that's one other, like, sort of this weekend smoke sure. kind of thing that we, we can get to. We should probably start burning through some more of them faster. But um, uh, Hope Hicks, Hope who's Hicks. been kind of laying low in terms of being interviewed by people, uh, I think she pushed off some of her interviews. Sure. Um, uh, there's another person 
who worked on the Trump transition team, uh, whose name I'm forgetting right now, but it's not. It'll be important later, okay. but it's it's not important at the moment. Who has said basically like, yeah, I was on that call when she was talking to the president. Yeah. And she was basically like, yeah, no one will ever find out about the Trump Jr. Oh, yeah, emails. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. Right. Um, and, uh, and he was basically like, um, that's not, that's not how that works. Like, right. that's not moral. Like, um, you're basically obstructing justice right now in front of me. Oh sure. So I mean, it's just, it, yeah, and like I know I I know Hope Hicks has been interviewed by Mueller and I know mm. that uh she's definitely gone pretty dark. Yeah. So the question also, is like she's like 25. Yeah. So the question is like what story did she tell? Right. Did you she know. tell the truth and also what did they already know when she walked in the room? Right. And what they offer her? Because, like, the thing is, like, if you're not savvy and you walk in either with a shitty lawyer because you're 25 and you can't pay yeah. for a good one, or you walk in with no lawyer, they can work you to death. They can just, I mean, like, first of all, you can't lie to them, but they can lie to you. Mm-hmm. And they can tell you anything. Like, you're going to go to jail for a very long time. Yeah. Like, we have your friends all willing to talk about you. Like, do you know, do you know what, do you know what these guys already said? Do you know what the guys, do you know what the guys who are cooperating with us said? Right. And Do you want to know? And I, and I wonder, there's a part of me that like, the gleeful conspiracy theory part of me is hoping that she didn't say a fucking word in that room. And this is like, the fact that this guy is planning to testify to that leaked out in a way to be like, Hey, uh, we know you're lying. Right. Um, watch, why don't you come back? Yeah. Why don't you, it might be. You know, why don't you fill in some of the information that, because um, you're, you're going to go to jail yeah. uh, about this. So we just want you to not sleep good for a while and then decide how you want to play this game. Uh, um, maybe. You know, that that's my, that's what I'm hoping happened. Um, so regardless, um, the memo came out. Uh, it is nothing so far, seemingly. And I there's mean, the whole picture. Well, I mean, like, the memo itself is uh, makes unsubstantiated claims um, and is dumb, and Devin Nunes is dumb, and Donald Trump is dumb, and people who believe them are kind of dumb. But, um, you know, the surveillance questions are good ones they should be asked not in this context right and that that was my point it, it's not so much that like that there aren't moral questionabilities around it it's sure. just a question of as it related to this now i'm curious what your take on this is mm-hmm. um when when that memo was created right adam schiff who actually had uh read the fisa application uh-huh. uh wrote a counter memo right uh they voted on both at the same time right um, they voted along party lines to uh, declassify one on right. party lines to do to not declassify the other. Right. Um, they voted again. They've since voted to declassify the. Yes, they voted yeah. unanimously to declassify it. Hold on, I have to cough. Okay. <coughs> 
So sorry about that. Um, and they had uh, they had two of the people from the uh, House Intelligence Committee on one of the Sunday talk shows, and they're basically going back and forth about um, you know, like why it wasn't why right. the other one wasn't declassified, and they're basically like, hey, if you vet this right through the FBI and all that, right, and they're cool with it, right, even though we didn't. Like, we even though the other that. guy was okay. like, yeah, yeah. I don't recall you vetting it in any way, yeah. but whatever. Um, right. uh, then we're cool with passing it. Now, because releasing the first one uh-huh. felt very political. Right. But unanimously voting to release the second one. It's a weird thing to do. Right. Because yeah. it, it basically puts Trump in the situation of he's got to approve it. Right. He's got to approve it within five days. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't come out. So, right. so the, what's everybody doing? Are they trying to give themselves the out of saying, like, look, I tried. Right. But this fucking guy over here. But that puts him in a real shitty situation. Like, he's almost got to release it now. Well, I think My that, assumption is he'll Friday night news dump it. Right. But I mean, I think he'll... I don't know what he'll do. I don't know if he'll release it or not. And that'll be really interesting. Uh, when and if it happens, um, I behaviorally think that what Republic why Republicans went along with the vote this time is that one they'd gotten the newsworthiness out of the memo, mm-hmm. you know, like they'd gotten a news cycle out of it. Uh, Fox had played it whatever way Fox played it, which I'm sure was terrible. But also they watched the tea leaves and were like, okay, this landed with a wet fart. Mm -hmm. You know, like in general, people aren't like calling for anybody to resign. They're not screaming for the heads of Rod Rosenstein or, uh, uh, or Bob Mueller. So this didn't work. Um, to the extent it just make us look bad if we don't release the other one. Yeah. Like, it, uh, we sh- and and every article I saw, and admittedly again out of yeah. touch, but like everything I saw about it m- mentioned that Adam Schiff has a memo that, but offers a point by point rebuttal. So please, so but we can't see it yet. But I mean, to to me, it, it's a weird situation because at this point, like all that will accomplish him doing that is saying, look. Nunez is a fucking political hack. Because he wrote this thing. Here's the counter to it. Now, granted, less people will see the counter to it right. than will see the original memo. But to your point um, of it like landing and just nobody giving a shit right. about it, like the response may actually get more press in some ways because it goes like, look, this original memo, if we believe that both of these memos are true, right. Um, are, are you know are intended to be true or whatever? This second memo shows that the first one was entirely intended to mislead. Right. Um, that there was no fucking point in it. Like, in some ways, you're better off just letting that. Like, you're better off not going along with it. You're better off like letting people know, like, okay, it probably refutes it. Right. Um, but if it like point by point goes like, here's where he lied here. Here's where he lied here. Here's mm-hmm. where he lied here. In some ways, that ends a career. I, I mean, we don't, we don't know what it says. Also, Devin Nunes is doing a perfectly cromulent job of ending his own fucking career. No, agreed. Um, but things are not 
like, are going as well in his home district as he would potentially hope that they would. No, be. like, the, and I, I mean, he's so clearly out of his depth. He's so clearly dumb. Like his entire behavior around this has been just stupid. He's done stupid things this whole time. Yeah. He does not know what his job is. He does not know. He does not have the seriousness or 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 the mental capacity, and that's sad. Um. But whatever, like, I think in terms of your question, he, you know, like, we don't know what's in the the Democratic memo, and we don't know if we'll ever see it. Though, Schiff can pull a baller move. You can't be arrested for anything you say while giving a speech in the House. Oh, really? I did not know that. That would be a baller move. He can just get up and read it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, because we didn't talk about... Uh, those are those are people who follow Ben Wittes uh, know that he likes to boom articles. Yeah. Uh, he has a little cannon. Yeah. Um, it off. Mo- and uh, it is a greater boom uh, based on how important the story is. Uh, so he'll capitalize the B or he'll capitalize the whole word. Or whatever. Um, boom watching is a big thing on Twitter. Yeah. The biggest boom that he has done so far mm-hmm. is for the fact that in June of 2017, Donald Trump wanted to fire Rob Mueller. And the only thing that stopped him was uh, Don McGahn saying, I will quit right. if you do that. Yeah. Uh, and somehow that worked, which I don't fully get. Yeah, but I mean... I think I think it underscored the seriousness with which counsel thought this was a very bad idea. Yeah. Um it may also have been like Trump you, you, you it's hard to know the context. Trump may have been like uh you know draft me the draft me the plans, get me the signing statements I wanted in triplicate and on my desk in 15 minutes. He also may have been in his underwear, with ice cream, dribbled on his chest, going, I hate Bob Mueller, and I want him gone. I want him gone. You fire him. And somebody better have been like, I'm the chef. Well, you fire him. Uh, but sir, I mean, I I'm, I'm, can't do that. I just clean up in this corner. But the, the reporting was that, like, like McGann had literally, like, gotten a box. Yeah. Like, and was I'd beginning to, to put his shit in it. Like, yeah. uh, before, it was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, um, Trump had repeatedly said, I'm not even considering it. Sure. I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like he says one thing and, right. and then says another thing, and they're contradictory. And we have to Somebody decide. call it a lie. Well, we have to decide whether it's intentional or some mix of intentional and demented. No, I think it's, I think it's intentional. But... Um, but then, like, so you got to figure that, like, if that's what he's saying about uh, Mueller, then what he's yeah. saying about Rosenstein, where somebody said, hey, do you have faith in Rosenstein? Yeah. He said, well, like, will you figure that out? Right. Sure, sure. Like. And then we try. Yeah. And then everybody yells at us. Um, yeah. No, I mean, like, it's bad. And. One, I I was listening to a podcast uh, called Trumpcast, 
Did I name check it already on this podcast? Today? I think you did. Or you may have just uh, name checked it to me before we started. I'm so fucking jet lag, guys. Uh, that struggle is real. Anyway. Uh, uh, poor going to Greece guy. I know. <sighs> Man. I wish I had any privilege. Anywho, um, uh, Trumpcast uh, made an interesting point. And that point is that um, the, the current special uh, council rules are that the, the, uh, the report that Bob Mueller issues mm-hmm. doesn't go to very many people. In fact, it goes to one person, mm-hmm. the attorney general, or in this case, the acting uh, the assistant attorney general, uh, because Jeff Sessions is recused. recused yeah. Uh, Rod Rosenstein should also technically be recused in this case. Yeah, he's already testified. Yeah. So that's weird, though. I guess you don't want to put it at. This is a very high level thing. That are, yeah. You know. Um. So, getting rid of Rosenstein, um, or Stein. I think it's Rosenstein. Okay. Uh, I think you're right. Getting rid of Rosenstein uh, would allow them to put in somebody who would receive this memo or this, you know, information and then be like, okay, well, no one will ever see it. Yeah, I think that'd be really like, I mean, as a country, if the guy was, (laughs) we were all like, hey, what does it say? And he's like, nothing. Nothing good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'd be like, cool. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to playing, like, wiffle ball. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think, like, no. People would no. freak the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and it's also an open question as to whether Bob Mueller can then turn around and be like... It wasn't good. Okay, well, I'm going to give a... No, there's no rule that says I can't give a press conference about it and answer questions. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Kate McKinnon did a great Mueller-like oh, yeah. thing on Weekend Update. Uh because basically, you know, he said, don't worry, uh, you know, I'm investigating. Um, and he's like, well, can you tell us anything about it? And he's like, oh, I, I, I want I want it so bad. <laughs> you know, and she goes, um, and the way she ends it is just basically like, you know, at the end of Lost, when you were paying attention the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, the end just felt, like, confusing. You didn't really know exactly what happened. And you felt, like, really unsatisfied. Yeah. Uh, this ain't Lost. <laughs> and I was like, please be true. <laughs> Please be true. I know. Um, you know, and in my in my like fucked up head, I was like, "Do they know something we don't know?" Like, oh, no, they don't. Saturday Night Live, right? But I want it to be true so bad. Did um, you see the Will Ferrell bit? I did. Yeah, that was great. That yeah. was that was the one bit of television somehow I saw. Yeah, I pretty much like. Um, I was really <laughs> bad. Yeah. Uh, all right, we are we are way over we time. So bad. Uh, okay. So uh, I guess the other thing, and we kind of hit on this a bunch. Uh, from this week in smoke, because we're going to be like, we're 99% this week in smoke this week, because yeah. uh, we have a lot of smoke to catch up on, uh, was the fact that Trump's lawyers are basically telling him, like, hey, don't oh, testify, because you lie a lot, right? and this is basically like a perjury trap yeah. for you, um, to which, like, basically everybody on social media was like, perjury trap isn't a thing. Right. Just don't lie. Just don't lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, uh, yes, agreed. O T O H. I 
don't think Bob Mueller is going to try to peg Donald Trump and try to indict Donald Trump for, like, lying to him. And I don't think he... Coughing, excuse me. (coughs) Speaking of smoke, everybody fucking smokes in Greece. It's crazy. Anyway, sorry about that. Um... I don't think Bob Mueller is going to spend a lot of time trying to indict Trump on, on lies he catches him in or on obstructing justice. Like, unless, like, the justice he was obstructing or the lies he catches him in were, like, huge crimes, you know? Right. I, 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 think the, I think the assumption is that, like, Trump would not go down exclusively for perjury. Right. It was perjury, perjury as related to... Right. I mean, if Bob Mueller walks in the door and is like, um, so does the name Bernice Miller mean anything to you? And Trump goes, no. And Bob Mueller goes, really? Yeah, no. And he's like, I mean, is this a picture picture. of you standing next to her with a knife in your hand? I don't remember that. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just going like, to check gotcha on that one, and we'll move on to the next right. question. I mean, like, the point is, like, he's going to prosecute him, him for the murder of Bernice Miller. He's not right. going to prosecute him for, like, lying on yeah. oath about that. But that'll help. Yeah, sure, sure. You know. Um, one just hopes that by the time he interviews Trump, he's got it all figured out. Oh, God, I right. hope he's got Wh- it all figured out. Which, if that's true, is awesome. Because right now the general consensus is they were hoping to interview him in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, so if he's got it all figured out now, great. Like, uh, yeah. Then let's let's yeah, yeah. get 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 on it. Show me show me your cards. Yeah. Um, speaking of showing your cards, moving off smoke, another shutdowns. On the horizon. It is. We are recording this on Tuesday, February sixth. I believe it is coming on the eighth. The eighth. That yeah. is a Thursday. There's no current agreement that I'm aware of. I'm also. I don't know if I mentioned, guys. I was in Greece. I'm not paying attention to it in any way. Um, and I the shutdown fight. Like I, I don't know the details at all. I mean, right now, all signs are pointing to the fact that. Um, that they're going to kick the can down the road a little bit further, probably like a month, uh, because this is a terrible way to government. No, I agree. I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that, but like nobody at this point is really uh, sounding the alarm like this is going to happen again. The Democrats are not feeling great about the last time it happened, right? Because uh, they caved like way too early, right? And without really getting much, right? Uh, from it, and they know that they like, like. It felt a little like they were getting blamed right. on it. Um, and what they know is this. The debt ceiling is coming up. Right. Uh, I believe in March or April. Right. Uh, so they can punt until we get to the debt ceiling part so that the argument of they're doing this just right. for... But DACA ends March 9th. Yes. So... Um, if they do a month-long extension... Then those uh, two things I will mean, coincide. Those things, oh, yeah. um, if there's if, if there's no agreement in the month long extension written into the right, uh, um, uh, uh, Graham, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Lindsay. Lindsay Graham. Yeah. Uh, oh no, not Graham. I think it was McCain and somebody else Jim. brought brought him uh, brought a bipartisan agreement on immigration that did not include the wall. Right. Trump said, "Go fuck yourself." Right. Uh, 
But again, somehow the Democrats are not trying to make a deal because they love crime. Right. Uh, I mean, I do. Crime's so cool. Have so, you ever seen a crime movie? Those are super fun. Um, Trump had said in the past, like, guys, don't worry. I'll extend it if I need to. Right. We're going to figure this out for you. Right. It's cool. Right. Uh, and then uh, John Kelly, his chief of staff, right. who uh, we every time we mention his name, feel the need to say, we were wrong. He is, he bad. is bad. Yes. Um, came in and said, like, I don't really see him extending this thing. Uh, I think when this ends, everybody's fucked. Which is, I mean, you know, they talk in high terms, high-minded terms about like, is the theory of the unitary executive dead? Is like, or or is there still? Is it still possible? And like, I don't know the answer to any of that like horseshit, but I do know that like, I this is the chief of staff. It's not a he's his job is to like help people communicate and like keep the president keep the president's schedule like going mm. and like be like be like the stage manager for the president's life right right um i mean he, he, he it's not a bad idea for him to be guiding it's not a bad idea for him to be involved in policy but there are people whose job is daca is and there are people who's like and the president's mind is supposed to be like coming from the president oh I, I i don't i don't disagree i guess i just what i'm what i'm saying is like it, there's nothing wrong with him saying based on conversations that we've had right and directions that we think we're going right. here's what i think the policy is not necessarily i'm dictating the policy or i think also, that we should go in this right, direction but it's also like first it contradicts previous statements the president himself has made and second of all note i think this is the policy <laughs> you know like there's, yeah there's a lot of that around trump Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I understand we elected Donald Trump, um, but again, it's just like this. In the early days of his presidency, we would have been like stabbing ourselves with forks, you know, and yeah. like screaming out windows over like, "Can you believe that Trump's chief of staff just said?" The exact opposite of what Trump has said right. about this very important policy, it, and it's, he doesn't even know for sure if it's true. And oh my God! He, and all these forks. Don't forget, he also said that all the people who were applicable for DACA, yeah, uh, who did not sign up for it, yeah. probably did it because uh, they were too afraid or too lazy to sign up for it. DACA costs like. $500 to apply every mm-hmm. time? And you only get like... I mean, then you gotta extend it every time. Mm. Every time it costs like... Right. Uh, They're very lazy people. I... Ignoring the fact that there's basically a work requirement or a school requirement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, uh, which kind of makes it harder for them to be as lazy as they're referencing. It's, um... Alright, well... So... Um, this is the dumbest timeline. Yeah. Uh, so this week, you're, we're asking you to support a uh, charity to help DACA recipients. Pe- yeah. recipients. Uh, United We Dream uh, is our charity this week, uh, unitedwedream.org. They are a uh, great uh, group of people who um, help support uh, young immigrants and uh, train them in leadership and, um, you know, just... 
again, I'm incredibly jet lagged. I am not speaking very well, but I do thoroughly endorse United We Dream and have supported them financially myself. And I think you should go and check them out. And they will say on their website what I am having a great deal of difficulty saying tonight. Yes. So so visit them. Click the link on the on our website or visit the their URL, unitedwedream.org. Uh, and we'll talk to you again next week when uh, Dave will have gotten more sleep. Yay, sleep. Bye. <laughs>